0: Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast where we take a quick swig of medicine from the limitless depths of pop fiction, literary fiction, visual art, music, movies, poetry, any artistic creation, and we feel all the better for it. My name is Nate Hammond. You are listening to Tonic Pop. Alright, let's do this. To kill a mockingbird. Now this is a novel by harper lee published in 1960 it was an instant success it has gone on to sell over 40 million copies and it has been translated into 40 languages it is a classic of modern american literature it won the pulitzer prize it is written from the perspective of of a child jean louise finch nicknamed scout scout narrates her story as an adult looking back on her existence in depression era south from the ages around six to nine and the view that she had at that time and place of race and justice. On a personal note, this is one of my favorite novels, and I even convinced my wife to give our youngest daughter the middle name of Scout. I almost had her agree to it as a first name, but the fact that my wife's brother had a dog named Scout, that kind of threw a spanner in those works. One of the great things about To Kill a Mockingbird is its cast of beautifully ugly, fascinating characters. Mrs. DuBose is one of them. She is a disturbingly sour old lady. She sits on her front porch and viciously hurls abuse at Scout and her brother Jem any time they walk past. Hey, Mr. Bose, don't you say hey to me, you ugly girl? You say good afternoon, Mr. Bose. You come over here when I'm talking to you. The natural tendency for many of us, at least I could say that mine might be, would be to throw some spite bombs back at her. Let them land in her shawl-covered lap where it is rumored that she hides a confederate pistol and watch her explode. Atticus shows us how to really do it. Atticus is the hero of our story. He has been blessed with empathy and patience. Coupled with the wisdom of experience and inside knowledge, rather than ripping into Mrs. DuBose, which with his intellect and loyally rhetoric, he could do with ease. But he instead, he, he would pass her house each day and he would respectfully take off his hat. And wish her a courteous and joyful good morning. This is what incites scout to proclaim that it was times like these when I thought my father, who hated guns and had never been to any wars, was the bravest man who ever lived. To scout's mind, her dad was like a knight taking a birthday cake to a dragon and inviting it to blow out the candles. She saw his ability to remain charming and controlled as powerful, and she was right. Atticus had his own idea about what he saw as bravery. Atticus knew that Mrs. DuBose was ultimately harmless but that her personality had been afflicted in the final steps of her life's journey by intense pain. Now he never excused her abuse and she wasn't generally a nice person as it was, but he was able to provide context and give his children an opportunity to learn empathy. DuBose was addicted to morphine and she had vowed to quit and become clean before she died. After she passed away Atticus explained that he had rather she had been battling a terminal illness that caused her extreme agony. She had been taking morphine to ease the pain but realized that she had become dependent and so by her own volition had stopped taking the painkiller. She knew that the disease would get her in the end morphine or not but she wanted to die a woman free of her addiction. With this knowledge, the children were able to understand that her willingness to compound the pains of her illness with the pains of withdrawal in exchange for a short moment of freedom was indeed a courageous decision. Real courage, explains Atticus, is when you know you're licked before you begin, but you begin anyway, and you see it through no matter what. This Atticus lesson came at a time when his son Jem, who was almost a young adult, was beginning to face the social definitions, stereotypes, and conventional teachings of what it means to be a man. A definition that tells us that courage has its own spotlight. In the sageness of Atticus, courage is a decision. It is a decision to enable moral courage. In many cases, it is a decision to do something that may have a negative effect on the enactor's life, but they do it believing that what they are doing is the right thing to do. With that said, the list of positives far outweigh the negatives because with each courageous decision we make, We are resigning from what we are and stepping towards what we can become. I believe that with every moment of courage, a person's mind expands. It becomes more capacious. A person's posture improves. Stature increases. Confidence grows. And the spirit rises to new planes in a state of liberation. Thank you for listening. My name is Nate Hammond. This is Tonic Pop.